Hello, I'm Dr. Rongan Chatterjee, and welcome back to Built to Thrive and day two of our exploration into nourishment. On the banks of Lake Iasi in northern Tanzania lived the Hadza tribe, one of the last hunter-gatherer communities in the world. And their diet consists mainly of berries, tubers, wild meat, vegetables, and honey. Now that's very different to the way the majority of us eat these days, but until about 12,000 years ago when farming began, that diet would have been the norm for many of us. Now remember what we spoke about yesterday, about how the food you eat doesn't just fuel your body, it also feeds the trillions of bacteria, fungi, viruses and parasites in your intestines, also known as the gut microbiome. And in return, they play an important role in your digestion, your immune system and your moods. Well, a few years ago, a group of researchers analysed the gut microbiomes of the Hadza and compared them to the microbiomes of Italian people of the same age. And what they found was that the Hadza gut microbiomes had up to 50% more diversity than the average Italian. What's more, the Hadza had certain bugs within their guts that weren't present at all in the Western Italian guts. Now, there's a lot I could say about this, but one of the take-homes is that modern life, with its high levels of processed food, as well as many other things, such as the overuse of antibiotics, has had a severe impact on the health of our gut microbiomes, and in some cases, has actually eradicated certain bacteria from our guts altogether. The microbiologist Martin Blazer believes that this might explain why the West is seeing such a significant rise in diseases such as type 2 diabetes, obesity and irritable bowel syndrome, as well as things like food allergies and hay fever. It's also thought that a gut microbiome that's lacking in diversity is likely to have a severe impact on our moods. Now, there's still a lot of research to be done into how exactly the gut microbiome functions, but one thing that is clear is that for most of us, increasing diversity of the food in our diets increases the diversity of our gut bugs, and that can be a crucial factor in our health. Now, let's look at the Hadza. Over the course of their lifetimes, the Hadza will consume around 2,000 different types of plants, whereas most of the average Western diet comes from just three plants, corn, rice, and wheat. So what we're trying to do is encourage a more diverse diet. And one of the best ways we can do that is by more diversity in the food that we eat. Like the Hadza eat between 150 and 150 grams of fiber every single day, which is around 10 times more than the average Western does. So my challenge for you today is this. I want you to try and eat five different vegetables today if you can, ideally of five different colors. This is my new definition of five a day. Now, I understand this probably isn't the first time that a health professional has recommended that you eat vegetables, but it's not often explained why vegetables or why certain vegetables can be so good for you. Well, here's one of the big reasons. Our gut bugs love plant-based fiber. Take broccoli, for example. Right? When you pop a piece of broccoli into your mouth, it travels down your esophagus, through your stomach, into your small intestine, and then it gets into what's known as the large bowel or colon. And now, the colon is where the majority of your gut bugs hang out. And they get to work on the fiber in that bit of broccoli that you consumed. They eat the fiber and they produce byproducts that we call short-chain fatty acids. Now, these short-chain fatty acids are natural anti-inflammatories. They lower 
the inflammation in your body. And we know that chronic unresolved inflammation is one of the key contributors to all kinds of different diseases that we suffer from these days, including heart disease, dementia, and even depression. So that's just one example of a byproduct that's made from the digestion of vegetables. Now imagine if you were eating 2,000 different plants across your lifetime like the Hadza. But I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just simply asking you to focus on five different veg every day, ideally five different colours. They don't have to be fancy. They don't have to be expensive either. Carrots, lettuce, cauliflowers, red peppers, sweet potatoes. I mean, there you go. That was five different vegetables of five different colours, all which you can easily find in a supermarket. Now, as a doctor, I think it's really important for me to say that not every recommendation I make is going to work for every single individual. The truth is that some people these days really struggle to increase their intake of vegetables. They find they get tummy ache or bloating or gut symptoms. And, you know, especially for people with certain types of irritable bowel syndrome, this can be a real problem. And of course, in those situations, it's always worth going to see a healthcare professional to get a little bit of help. This doesn't mean that vegetables can't be good for us. It may simply mean that your gut is currently in a state where it can't tolerate them. And there are so many things that play a role here. Previous diet, stress levels in our life, whether we're rushing to eat or whether we eat in a more calm and relaxed manner. And these things can take a bit of time to unpick. So I think it's important to say, I think for most people, this recommendation works really well, but please don't beat yourself up. If you are someone who really struggles with this, please simply do what you can. For those of you who are keen to get going and see if you can increase the diversity of food and in particular vegetables in your diet, here are some examples that you may find useful. Think about adding two vegetables to every meal, including breakfast. If you're having eggs, for example, try adding some spinach and avocado on the side. Why not prepare some cucumber, celery and carrot sticks in advance and have a pot of hummus on hands for those mid-afternoon munchies? Or you could buy a big bag of spinach leaves so that you can easily add a handful to pasta sauce, curry or stir fries. You can also think about roasting a whole baking tray of colourful vegetables drizzled with olive oil. Then eat some for your evening meal and save leftovers in the fridge for lunch the next day. Use those tips if they're helpful. If you have your own tips, of course, that is completely fine as well. If you do have some, I would love to hear from you. Do let me know what some of them are on social media. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode of Built to Thrive. <laughs>